There's only one return, okay? And name of the king is of the Jedi. Two brothers in a van, and then a meteor hits. You looking for a Tilly, buddy? Look down the Tony book! Your friend's a liar, man. Kylo Ren's a punk bitch. Am I the meanest? Show sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Show sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Show sure enough. Well, who am I? Show sure enough. Who am I? Show sure enough. The Shogun of Harlem. Yo, fucking Last <laughs> Dragon. You don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Welcome to the Battle Draft Podcast, episode 12. Yeah, this is Double A. This is Anthony. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> wow, I'm super excited to be here. Sounded super corny, bro. <laughs> I've got a cool nickname like Single A Double A mm, Cannon Cannonball. They don't they don't call me that no more. Pringle Can Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin really appreciated that I commented about your Pringle status. Yeah. I don't really eat Pringles too much anymore. Uh, but you spent a summer eating Pringles, so... Well, it was the summer of chip, but yeah, yes. but Pringles was your go-to back in the day. Sure. I just... You remember the summer of the chip? Uh, yeah, I remember... When you sat on this couch right here back in the day in the house? It's because I had, like, three different bags of chips? It was, like, two. There was three, I recall. Hmm. One on the ground, one in your lap, and one, like, behind you. <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck is going on? I didn't on have here? any friends that live close, so I just ate that summer and watched movies and but now we can do a podcast. Look at look at what the summer chip brought us. <laughs> we can do a movie podcast because all my my movie knowledge now. I got a quote for you. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. <laughs> it's a vicious circle. That's your life, bro. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> fucking the last dragon. Yeah, dope-ass movie. I watch it all the time, at least three, four times a year. And you got a show enough tattoo. Yeah, I got a show enough tattoo. And I got about four or five show enough Last Dragon Bruce Leroy t-shirts upstairs. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely. They they were talking about redoing that, weren't they? I heard there was supposed to be a remake. I was kind of skeptical, but I haven't heard much about it lately. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago. Because, like, Sam Jackson was going to play show enough. Yeah, that was, that was hype. I was hyped about that. That would have been cool. Sam Jackson would have killed it. I don't know who else I can see in there. My, my go-to black guy pick, Jason Boboya, Boboyga or whatever. John Boyega? Yeah, that one. Stupid ass. <laughs> he can play Bruce Leroy. Yeah, I can, Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Shit, Bruce Leroy can still play <laughs> Bruce Leroy. I've seen him. I've always aged very well. Yeah? Yeah. And black don't crack? No, oh, don't. It's that moisturizer, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, um, what entertained you this week? Um, I watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies this weekend. I I noticed you sent me that snap. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that mermaid puss. <laughs> See my boy Fennec in there? Yeah. Out there preaching the good word of God, and look what happened. God led him to the mermaid, and then he made it and became a mer dude and was just smashing mermaid puss for the rest of his life. Yeah. I mean, if that's not God coming through, I don't know what is. <laughs> he wasn't a gay fish. Yeah, no, he, he wasn't like a gay fish. fish. He wasn't eating fish dicks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think we talked about. I think we talked about Pirates of the Caribbean recently, and 
Not on the podcast. We did something. Somebody brought it up, and sure. it was in my mind, so I wanted to watch it. Okay. Like I said, it always bugged me in the first one when Jack Sparrow shoots him and then drops the coin, and then he, like, gets hit. Yeah, then, like, the damage kept through, so. I mean, maybe the damage was there, and then once the curse was broken, it was took a second. I don't know. Yeah. It was I just never liked that. Yeah, it was bad timing. But other than that, it was awesome. Awesome movies. I love those movies. Yeah, they're all pretty good. I know the last two got some flack, but it was interesting. They were the last one they did, the uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales. They brought back a few characters, like Orlando Bloom and yep. Keira Knightley were in there for a second. And then uh, the midget, the little dude. Yep. He came back at Adam because he wasn't in Stranger Tide, uh, on Stranger Tides. So it was kind of a little flip-flop. Yeah. Some characters they brought back. Did you ever see that thing about, like, how awesome Jack Sparrow is? Like, he... About, like, why the Black Pearl was black and all that stuff? No. Oh, man. Let me find that for you. Um, it's just, like, a whole backstory. And I guess you can figure it out in... Um, just with all the stuff. But I, I, will, I will find this real quick. Okay. What else entertained you this week? I watched Young Guns. Just the first one? The first one. I haven't got to the second one yet. Okay. Um, my uh, podcast that I listen to, they've been doing a series on uh, Billy the Kid. Okay. So it inspired me to go watch Young Guns. I know. <laughs> I don't know how historically accurate that movie it's is. Actually, is it? It's actually pretty accurate. Like, okay. it's there's a lot of stuff in there that's uh, kind of accurate. So, well, I'll find it throughout the show. My, ha- my hands smell like goat. <laughs> yeah, I came up today and you were you were attempting to be a farrier, furrier, furrier, not the not to be confused with a furry. <laughs> Those weird farrier. people. Furrier, farrier, yeah, farrier works with hooves, shoeing, hooves, 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 hooves. <laughs> What's the devil's work according to last week's episode? <laughs> What? You fucking with them cloven hooves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleaning out the devil. The devil's cloven hooves. Farrier is only is defined as a craftsman who trims and shoes horses' hooves. So I don't know if a goat counts. Oh. Farrier with an A. Works with hooves. Furrier deals with pelts. You know, trapping beavers. Sure. Smashing beavers. <laughs> hunting beavers. Still a beaver trap in town. Hey, <laughs> still <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think I might have found it. During, I believe he was talking to Beckett. Uh, he said that people aren't cargo mate, and he, and Beckett replied with, "And you incurred a heavy debt to raise her her up again, didn't you?" So Jack Sparrow was employed into service by the East India Trading Company, and was given command of the Wicked Wench. However, after he set fire or set free a cargo of slaves, his employer, Cutler Beckett, had Jack branded as a pirate and the wet the wench set aflame and sunk. After failing to sec- uh, rescue the wench, uh, Sparrow struck a bargain with a ghostly captain of the Flying Dutchman, Davy Jones, to resurrect his beloved vessel. Jones returned the ship to Jack Sparrow in perfect near perfect condition, except for that it was permanently charred f- charred hull. This prompted Jack to rename her the Black Pearl. And so, yeah, Jack was uh, branded a pirate because he was free. He freed people rather than stealing anything. 
and he freed exactly 100 people, which is why his debt to Jones was 100 souls. Okay. Uh, Davy has a sixth sense of humor and irony. After all, Jack freed 100 souls, so his consequence, his ship got sunk. Now the ship has to be raised, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that was, I don't know if that's completely accurate, but that's just like kind of what... Is that like fan theory? Yeah, basically, okay. but... It's kind of cool, though. I like that hearing that backstory, because I know it's funny how everyone hates... Jack Sparrow wants to kill him. Right. You know, like Cutler Beckett was, he hated him and, you know, he just made a deal with Davy Jones and Davy Jones was out to collect his, what was owed and. Yep. Was it South Fang? Was pissed at him. I don't think they talked about that much. Yeah. There's so many stories that they could go into and like, well, I always, I like the, was it the third one when they showed Jack Sparrow as like the younger, he was all CGI younger than young and. No, that was uh, the last one. Oh, okay. Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, because yeah. it talks about when he became, actually, yeah, it shows him becoming captain. I believe so, yeah. Because he, he bested uh, Captain Ta- Capitan Salazar. Salazar. <laughs> That's how he said it in the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, hold on. But then they showed him getting a pearl. So maybe that's You know what's funny? Because uh, I think it's the one before that, or maybe it is that one. There was a, I think there was a boat in there called the Wicked Wench. Oh, really? Is either in the, yeah. So maybe it's a prequel. I think it was the fifth one. Because he had some raggedy old boat that he tried to get his crew back together after they tried to rob that bank. Oh, yep. And pull that thing out. And then they were on some raggedy ship and then they knocked it into the water and they didn't know if it was going to float. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that boat was named the Wicked Wench, hmm. but I have to double check that. I'm not sure. Maybe that's all a prequel. No, because the fifth one is has everything with uh. Orlando Jones, Orlando Bloom, <laughs> Orlando Jones, <laughs> Orlando Bloom, uh, Will Turner, and everybody. Okay, so yeah, that don't make sense. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I still like the backstory. I still always thought that was cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, Panthers are dope. Um, I watched the Patrice O'Neill uh, "Killing Is Easy" documentary. Yeah, it was pretty good. What's that on? Uh, I watched it on YouTube. Okay. Um, I was watching it, or I was like listening to it at work and kind of watching it and stuff, and got choked up at the at the end there why um so he he had a, a stepdaughter with his girl yeah i remember that and uh they showed her speaking at or she said like why she wanted to speak at his funeral and uh she said everybody there is going to talk about how great of a comedian he was and how how funny he was but i want to be there to represent uh how good of a dad he was okay and uh she called him mr p mm-hmm. that was that was his name mr patrice yeah yep. And uh, she just kind of showed her talking at the funeral, and I was like, whoo, yeah. hit me in the feels real quick. And I was like, shit. I love that bit where he talks about his stepdaughter. Yep. And he, every time he looks at her, he thinks about some other dude nutting up in his girl. <laughs> like, ugh, you like nut from another motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just talked about how he was, uh, he was very uncooperative with, uh, basically he didn't want to sell out for anything, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I thought it was really funny because Kevin Hart was in there because I guess uh, um, Patrice was very mean to Kevin Hart. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like Kevin was doing a set and I guess he threw a phone book on stage. <laughs> and he said. <laughs> for him to stand on. No, for he, he said, look up anybody in there that could. What was the joke? He, something about none of those motherfuckers got the jokes either or something like that. <laughs> um. But uh, Kevin was like, yeah, Patrice basically, like, it came down to the fact that Patrice didn't want to sell out. Okay. And I was just like, wow, Kev, 
it's kind of a you're just like cool with selling out like that huh like <laughs> just the way he put it and he was like well, yeah patrice never really wanted to, to confirm conform to uh what they what the hollywood people want i'm like oh well, yeah i see how you got famous <laughs> all right you gotta do strange shit in hollywood man i don't think i can handle it i think i'd sell out so i would probably sell out do some weird shit <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely go check that out. It was it was really good. If you like Patrice O'Neill, I love Patrice O'Neill, man. Yeah. He got jokes for days. And like the other cool thing, they were talking about how depending on his mood is like the jokes he would tell or how he would tell jokes. And I just as a, as a stand up comedian, it just it was I found a new sense of uh, like damn, that's that's crazy how he how he perfected his craft. Yeah, it was called killing is easy because that's what he said. He said once you once you know how to kill, killing's easy. I feel like any comedian is gonna, you know, their mood's gonna change their performance. Some of us just robots, man. Go out there and just like Bob. Yeah, like Bob. <laughs> Rain, sleet, or snow. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss Bob. You talk to any of your comedy compatriots anymore? When was the last time you went? Mm, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. You still call yourself a comedian? Yeah. Amateur. I'm an amateur comedian. <laughs> no, I see, like, I'm Facebook friends with a couple people. Like, uh, Dan Hennecamp, he's doing really good. Um, he's doing shows. i seen he, like, got flown out to Alaska to do a show and shit. Like, nice. So... Yeah, there's a couple of them that are doing big. I run into this guy, Alex. Um, he was always really funny. Um, for some reason, I always run into him at Menards. Okay. And I end up talking to him. But uh, Dublin's actually asked him not to come back because he did a joke that they didn't like. And Really? Yeah. So. Do you know what it was? Something about an oven and Jews. <laughs> but, was it uh, Tasha did the career suicide note? Yeah. Dear Jews. <laughs> But yeah, I just I don't know if I'm gonna go back because it's like you're kicking people off stage and not letting them come back for jokes, and it's like your comedy club, and it's like, like I said, either everything has to be funny or nothing can be funny. Yeah, yeah. you know, I always like that Key and Peele joke where he's he's making fun of everybody or that skit. Oh yeah, and he like, skips over the burn victim. Yep, yeah, and he's like, you know, if you know if you can't make fun of the burn guy, how come it's funny to make fun of me for being fat? So. Yeah, and Matt and Trey Parker. Um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker They've always That's one of their big things is Either everything has to be able to be made fun of Or you can't make fun of anything Yeah yeah. It's kind of how some people are going towards Trying to make everything can't joke about anything so. Right Pretty soon man Jokes are going to be illegal ODB said it back in the day He was like can't say the word napkin <laughs> What? <laughs> it's in his song Can't wait Off the uh, Nigga Please album Yeah He's like can't say the word napkin like it's, things are getting so fucked up. This is back in the late nineties. Hmm. Let's see what else. What else? What else? Oh, I got a question for you. You uh, you ever get into um, anime called uh, Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, I watched a little bit. I didn't get super into it. Okay. Well, apparently Netflix is coming out with a live action Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Um, sometime late September. And I was like talking to all my friends. I'm like, are you guys going to check this out? They're like, don't watch this shit. They always fuck up the live action. Be, they're like, watch the regular one. But it's like, how do you, I don't even know how to like where to find that. Like, I remember seeing this shit all the time at the uh, pawn shop. Yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop's on Netflix. 
Is it? Yeah. Oh. It was. Hmm. Might have to, might have to watch that. Because there was always one that caught my eye. Mm. Like all the DVD box sets and stuff like that. They'd come through the pawn shop all the time. And... Surprised you didn't snatch them up like you did everything else over there. <laughs> I probably could have saved a lot of money if I didn't buy movies and mm. Blu-rays and... Weird shit. Weird shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so Cowboy Bebop live action looks pretty good. Yeah, I've seen uh, there's a there's an anime on uh, Death Note. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yep, William Defoe I think plays the the creature. The creature. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name. I watched it. Did you? Yeah, you... I watched the movie. Oh, okay, and yeah. I watched the show. I liked the show. Oh, huh. the movie was a little off. Sure. So yeah, it's it's hard to come correct with that kind of stuff. I'm huh? sure. This is what animes. If you if you're not the type of person that get gets hung up on the fact that it's an animated cartoon sure. and just watch the story, I mean, there's just so much more potential and shit that you can do. And if you can suspend your disbelief and watch it, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's dope. But then when you watch a live action, they try to CGI and do all this sure. kind of stunts and explosions and supernatural stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah. So do you think they would be better off just doing a live action, but not doing like all of the, like the anime stuff? Like if you call, if you follow the story, but not go, oh, they're gonna float through the air now and fight in the air and. No, you gotta try. That's you can't do that. You can't do an anime without all that shit. That's what. That's what. Like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. Remember that when yeah. they're floating around, dancing on leaves and fighting. Yeah. Like that shit was dope. They gotta come correct like that. We need to put into the draft uh, kung fu movies. Best Kung Fu. Yeah. All right. Put it in there. Okay. They're closer to you. <laughs> anyway, I did watch, um, well, I finally watched last night the uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Fucking Ryan 10 Ryan. weeks later. Yeah. I'm happy. It was oh, good. It was, it was good. fun. I was chuckling. Obviously, not as good as the first. Didn't have that same panache. Sure. That Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds rapport, their relationship. Yeah. You put more Salma Hayek in there. I mean, she was funny though. Okay, she killed it. But yeah, it was good. It was good. It was funny. It made me laugh. Awesome. You been watching Hard Knocks? No, mm. haven't. It's Who was it this year? Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Should put that on for dad. Yeah. No, they uh, one really cool thing. Um, episode three, they had the Cowboys uh, practice facility. They threw. They flew a drone through there. Okay. And it went like all through the buildings and like through the whole campus. Dude, that shit is insane. The facility? The facility that they're just their practice facility. It's like they went into like this movie theater where they like watch film and they went around, uh, they went to the practice, the indoor practice facility where like the high school teams play, play games and like if it rains where they can go in and play and. Dude, it's America's football team. Fuck, man. It was so big. Like, I was like, this drone's just flying around and around. They did, like, a cool thing where the guy's, like, happens to be walking out the door as the drone's getting there. The drone flies into the building. It was, like, a cool little sequence. Right like, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I always watch Hard Knocks. Yeah. I always find it funny. Like, when I first started watching that show and you see, you know, there's always a couple of, uh, Young up and coming players that to focus on like oh yeah he did this oh yeah he did that but they always get cut yeah yeah they never make the team <laughs> so I'm like man oh that dude's tight oh shit he's tight oh man it's so always like yeah man you did great for us and we like to see you come back and you got potential and this that and the other but welcome nah, to we the don't practice squad we don't want you yeah <laughs> the best they ever do is make practice squad right but I've seen I've seen plenty of them cats go on other teams and put in work when they did Tampa Bay there was that linebacker. 
um, with the long hair, uh, Bullock. Um, dude was all over the field, but they just he wasn't fast enough, and mm. they he ended up getting cut and on the practice squad. I was like, man. <laughs> but yeah, they they always make you root for a couple people. Yeah, and I was getting, they hype them up like, oh, dude's killing it. Yeah, not that. Well, I think there's an offensive lineman that's like really. Uh, They've been kind of hyping up that it's on the bubble player that you're kind of rooting for, and yeah. um, obviously a lot of uh, attention on Dak and his ankle, and hmm. um, he gets like a shoulder injury halfway through camp, and they need to move past Dak. They just signed him to a huge deal. They need to move past Dak. <laughs> okay, I don't think Dak's the the one. Uh-huh. I don't think I don't know. They're gonna have to. He's gonna have to get blessed with everything. <laughs> Get that line they had from five years ago. Get Zeke at 110%. What do you have for receivers now? They still got... Uh, they got C.D. Lamb. C.D. And... Uh, Amari still? Amari, yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael Gallup. Okay, so, I mean, the receiving core is legit. Yeah. What do you got for a tight end? Hayden Hurst, I think. Whitney ain't still in there again? No. <laughs> With his toupee. <laughs> Ooh, that man, yeah. That was funny. They got a sweet linebacking core, though. Yeah. And they have to have a stout defense. And then that way, when Dak fucks up in the fourth quarter like he consistently <laughs> does, you know, everybody else can pick it up. Be like, all right, Dak, just sit back, man. Just don't fuck this up. That's that's what it's going to take. They're going to need a, a stellar defense to get Dak and the Cowboys to a Super Bowl and win. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. That's your opinion? That's my yeah, opinion. Their corners and safeties, I think, are lacking, too. I, I feel like most teams, except for the few stud corners and D-backs in the league, it seems like everyone's like, oh, we need D-backs. Yeah. I think that's one of those positions where it's like you can always improve. Yeah. Um, you know, like I feel like offensive line, you can kind of, if you have a couple of good offensive linemen, they could pick up the slack for like a lesser offensive lineman. I don't, I don't know if that's just... Wait, what'd you just say? So, like, if you have, like, say you have three good offensive linemen. Yeah. I feel like they can cover for the other shitty two offensive linemen a little bit. Mm. You don't think so? That's. (laughs) No. In that scenario, say you have four amazing offensive linemen and one piece of shit lineman. (laughs) Well, let's not say a piece of shit. But I'm just saying, okay. Like a Brandon Fusco. Like like four pro rollers and a Brandon Fusco. So he's the liability on the line. I think the rest of the offense, like the quarterback and the running back, is going to know that. Yep. So they'll make moves to try and set that up. I've seen it happen on teams that I played on sure. where the running back knows, like, all right, my dude over here is garbage. So I'm going to go back over here by Adam <laughs> run this way. So I'll juke this way, let him get blown up, and then cut back over here. That's what I used to do. So I used to run. I it's, it's, the offense adapts to that. Sure. Um, you know my bias and being O line that the offensive line is one of the most tight knit groups. It's that team within a team. Sure. So they have to be on point, even more so than the D line. I feel because you know besides them doing stunts together, sure, they just got to know which way they're going into attack. Right. Right. Because once they do that, it's you know over and done with. Yep. Whereas the O line, the five core linemen, them dudes have to be. You know, they doing shifts and they work and picking each other up and yep. passing players off and they got to be tight. Yeah. So. I used to hate when fucking D linemen would stunt into the wrong gap, though. <laughs> Motherfucker. Just like, 
now I have to go outside and cover the B gap when I'm sitting in, inside in the A gap, and I'm like, come on, bro. I have. I don't know if I've ever personally experienced like just a stellar stunt from a D lineman that was like, oh my god, they got me. <laughs> I feel like no D lineman I've played against has been that good where sure they've been fast enough and agile enough to get around and stunt because i mean i can tell when they're shooting across i'm just push them off right i see that dude looping he's not doing anything to me you just let me take a break and wait for you to get to me <laughs> all right man come on i see you i see you come on i remember me and tim we fucked up a center on we did a, a slip uh cross splits cross, cross splits, yeah. hey that dude didn't know his ass from his elbow <laughs> <laughs> He he didn't end up blocking either of us because he was like, "Oh shit, oh shit!" You, yeah, two arm it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done stuff like that where I've been engaged with you know double teaming somebody, and I see somebody come around like a blitz, late blitz, and I'll try to put a hand out, and you gotta be ultra strong to be able to put one hand <laughs> right. on a man running through a hole like that. Right. I'll say the biggest thing that's ever on a team that I've been on that has confused the O-line was when they would go double A gaps. Oh, sure. So they're both nose Where up on stack, the... Yeah. Stacking the A's. And they're like both like right head up on each shoulder of the uh, center. And okay. I was like, what do we do? What do we do? I'm like, three of y'all push the two of him out. <laughs> so you, you get the center and two guards that can just mash that up. Right. And then once you get them on their heels, you can split off to whatever linebacker might be coming down. Right. So, I don't know. Cats are dumb. <clears throat> but I know. I wish, like I said before, many times... If I knew I had this football knowledge in my head now, back in high school, shit. Shit. I wish I had a better coach in high school that would have let me play fucking fullback. Mm, that was tragic, man. <laughs> that still upsets me. Tell got, the story, Adam. I got your, I got your uh, highlight tape over there on the desk, man. I was like, I watched that when I found it, and I was like, damn. Right. That boy was good. That boy was good. <laughs> damn, that boy good. What story you want me to tell? I got a bunch of them. Uh, Pick se- one. Senior year when I was like fourth and 15, and he was like, go ahead, Stuart. <laughs> go get your fucking carry. All right, man. So, Anthony, being that linebacker fullback combo that all most high schools have, it's like you athletic, but you're big and stout, so you play fullback, linebacker, whatever. Always got put on defense and was always chirping in the coach's ear, kind of, sort of. Now I feel like not enough, but <laughs> – the coach was super. He had uh, Joe Siri. He had, he had Joe Siri as right. his fullback. The coach was super like reverse racist. He didn't let white people do anything on offense. <laughs> it was just black people, just quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, all black. Like no white people had any business at any skill positions. So John Hanna, he was the exception. Oh yeah, John Johnny Hanna, but he he was a <laughs> he killer. Was fast. He was a killer. He ran like a black man. <laughs> he was he was our he was our uh, wish Camden. Yeah, yeah. That'd be. Uh, I'd like to do a comparison. I mean, I'd put my money on Cam. Oh, Cam my dog all day. I think he's tougher, but I wonder what the, yeah, Cam's probably faster, too. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, So, who are you guys playing? Was it Denfeld? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Denfeld. And uh, Anthony's always like, man, let me run the ball. Let me run the ball. Let me run the ball. Let me get that. I got this. Let me get that. I got this. And finally, it was uh, – yeah, it was fourth and like twelve or thirteen, something stupid. Like you guys should have been punting. He's like, "All right, Stewart, get in there. Show me what you got, buddy." Like just totally setting him up for failure. He's like, "If you don't get this fourth on first down on fourth and thirteen, you'll never touch the ball again." Anthony's like, "Bet, motherfucker!" Gets in there, mashes through the center of the whole defense, dragged a couple little punk ass motherfuckers, got fifteen yards easy after grinding. 
spikes the ball. He's like, what? Bitch, give me the ball. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I think your dad probably cussed at the coach's mom because he liked to sit right behind right. the coach's mom. Like, you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> give my son the ball, you bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> you suck at coaching. Uh, no, it just it didn't make sense because literally the freshman backfield would go up to JV when I was a freshman. Yep. Me, Quentin, and Jarrell, yep. we would go up to the JV. I remember when you guys won that Proctor game. And we would go and score all the JV's points. Yep. Like, I remember that. Like, how, how are you going to do that? Because you're only allowed six quarters a week yep. in high school. So, yeah, we go play our full freshman game. I think a couple times they even held us out for, like, if we were beating somebody, they would pull us out for, like, the fourth <laughs> quarter so we'd get more quarters up in JV. But, yeah, fucking freshmen going up and scoring all the yeah. 10th, 11th graders. I remember it was, like, halftime in the Proctor game up there and. Uh, I think they put you Quentin and Jarrell in the second half. You yep. guys were down like maybe two scores. Yep. And then I think Jarrell <laughs> ran the opening kickoff in the second half yep. back. I believe that was correct. And I think all three of you guys, oh, I don't remember if you scored. I know Quentin I had two and Jarrell touchdowns scored. that game. You did? Yep. Uh, they, we kept getting down to like the one and he'd just punch it in. Okay. Because I remember Quentin had a, some couple of killer runs. Yep. Like Jarrell had that kick return. I, I actually felt bad. I told Quentin I was sorry because I was. Uh, Altering all his touchdowns? Yeah. I was like, fucking Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kilmer. This is black workhorse. That's probably what it was, too. Shit. Oh, shit. Cut it back. Like, Quentin, get down there to the five and Anthony. Right. And I just mash it in. Yeah. Mash it in, snail. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's. And then I think would have been sophomore year we're playing jv where i think you're i might have been freshman year i can't remember where we, i was shitting on denfeld single-handed the one up at central yeah. yeah that's my favorite that was my favorite time because that was yeah i think it was sophomore year you run jv yeah and they came up there then you guys had that new field and they just couldn't stop you and i swear to god you were straight up all stop the best part is i remember that one you were running towards like uh towards the lake it was probably a good 30-yard run, but that one little linebacker, I don't know, I think his linebacker safety might have came down, and he tried to tackle you, and he put his shoulder pad square on your right thigh, and then he just bounced back. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I was talking so much shit that game in the sideline. Yeah, they were going to tell you to shut up I yelled, No, I yelled at the kid. I was like, 44 is killing y'all. Y'all need to stop him. The kid on the team was like, I know. He's <laughs> killing us. We need to stop him. It's like a uh, Chris Red fucking, I know. <laughs> it's like, I know, man. He's just doing it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, y'all better, like, triple team on him or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, you had a couple scores that game and yep. a couple two-point conversions and just, ugh, it was brutal. <laughs> I'm just giggling, raw dogging some randoms. Just giggling my ass off. And these kids are like, man, fuck him, fuck you, and fuck everybody else. We don't even like football. <laughs> but, yeah, and then, then I never played fullback again after sophomore year. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Semi-pro. A couple of runs, yeah. yeah. A couple of nice little runs. Yeah, well, nice yeah. I see your brother blocking for you. Mm-hmm. I should have scored. I never scored an offense touchdown oh, in semi-pro. Yeah, because you're too worried about hitting people. You should have scored in that Grizzly game. I should have. You wouldn't have tried to mash that safety. It just looked fun. I, I like. That I mean, fun. I did that too. I did that in high school. We played the red-white game. I picked off a screen pass. And then <laughs> that little quarterback we call, uh, was it Nick Blix? He was a quarterback, and I seen him. I just wanted to mash him. So he curled up into a ball in a fetal oh, position. I just like laid on top of him. It was so dumb. I just wanted to hit him. I didn't even dislike him. I don't know why. I was just a bully. He was little, and I wanted to ruin his day. <laughs> didn't Dad make you kill uh, the girl oh, football God. player? Jesus. Yeah. 
was that eight? I was seventh grade playing on the A team. It was predominantly eighth graders, and the East End team had a girl on their team. And she was, I forgot what happened. She was messing. I don't know, something happened where one of my dudes like blocked her and then she was complaining and fell down and started screaming and cussing at somebody. And something happened and dad was like, man, fuck her up. And like, it was a kickoff. I got sent on kickoff and I went dead ass at her and just fucking annihilated her. And I was twice her size. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whatever happened to that girl, but <laughs> that was bad. Damn. Yeah. I was kind of a bully in high school a little bit. Yeah. Not in semi-pro because you could have killed that man. Man. <laughs> why do you keep bringing that up? Because it makes me upset. <laughs> you want me to go to jail for murder? Dude, it's not murder on the football field. Oh, God. I'd have felt bad. I felt <sighs> bad at the second. I was like, I serious. I went through my thought process of like, as soon as I seen him, I was like, oh. And I was like, no. Don't do that. You <laughs> let, me gonna... tell, let me tell the football story. <laughs> Uh, was it a bubble pass? Was it just pitch? It was a re- fucked up reverse. Re- fucked up reverse. Okay. That Jay Brown. He took it to the he right. He reversed it two times. Took it to the right. Nothing was there. So he took it back around to the left. And. Got hemmed up. <laughs> yep. And then he brought it back to the right. And there was a confused D lineman chasing backside pursuit. And you were coming back towards. Yeah, I was at the middle of the field and I started running towards him. And he did not see Adam. And if Adam wanted to, he could have left that man's soul on the field. <laughs> yeah, I'd have separated his spine. If I had a full speed, kept running through him. He probably would have been laying there like Peter Griffin when he gets fucked up. Yeah, like Tom Segura <laughs> when he tried to dunk the ball. Yeah, it would have been bad. I think you just gave him a little shove, and I think he ended up making the tackle. No, because Jay broke that play. Mm. He broke that shit way downfield. No, huh? But still, you should have. I mean, I delayed him. I yeah. It was like it could have been like that Warren Sapp hit on that Packard player. Oh yeah, it probably would have been worse than that. It probably would have been worse because Warren, he wasn't really running. He just stood. If I remember correctly, no, I thought he was running. Because <laughs> dude, well yeah, he ran into him, but it wasn't. Oh shit, I can't even remember. I don't even want to misquote it. But yeah, it was. It was off a. It wasn't off a. Yeah, it was off a pick. Yeah, I believe so. And the lineman was looking at it, and Warren came running up the field and just murked him. Mm-hmm. Left him just laying there. I'm going to have to rewatch that and see how that went. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. But it would have been worse than that. Who's having a good time? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. Oh, shit. <sighs> good God almighty. Sweet sassy molassy. I'm just smelling goat. <laughs> Just goat. Just goat everywhere. I swear to God, man. I think people want to drive by and see the goats. They're going to snatch them up up there. <laughs> well, don't. I hope they don't. Well, they're not going to catch Bell. But... Right. But in there, they would probably bring Zohan back. Yeah. Like, fuck this goat. Dude, he <laughs> would eat them on house and all. Well, as I said, somebody stopped by was asking me about them uh, a few months ago. Like, dude, where you get them goats, man? I was like, my grandma has them. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I want a goat. I was like, nah, bro, you don't. Like, I look like he. I think he lived down in apartments down the road here. I'm sure. Like, nah, man, you don't want no goat. <laughs> there are days I'm just like, fuck these goats. <laughs> but nah, they cool though. Zoe's cool. Belle should be all right once she grows up. Like I said, that today's the closest she's got to me, like yeah. by herself. I did have Young Guns trivia. I don't know if we're way past that. 
Go ahead. Um, Who gives a shit, man? It's our podcast. We do what we want when we want. <laughs> Uh, in the bat, in the final battle on a day that wasn't he wasn't shooting, Emilio Estevez dressed up as a bad guy and fought with the other guys. What? <laughs> yeah. During filming? Yeah. He was he wasn't he wasn't his day to shoot, so he just dressed up like a bad guy and was running around with the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio, mighty duck man, swear to God. <laughs> um, they used to, and then they used to get drunk. After like shooting and stuff, and they'd make on that ayahuasca <laughs> peyote. Yeah, they used to make. God, uh, I want to try that. They used to make Lou Diamond Phillips sing La Bamba because he was in. Yeah, he played La Bamba. <laughs> yeah, uh, Richie Valens. Yep. <laughs> I just watched that recently too. It's a good movie. Should make me cry though. Well, Ooh, I used fucking, to fucking coin toss. We went got on that damn plane. Yeah. Mm. I used to love Lou Diamond Phillips. Mom did too. She had a crush on him. <laughs> He was in Bats. He was a sheriff in Bats. <laughs> Chavez y Chavez. Mexican. Navajo. <laughs> Dirty Steve. You're in the spirit world, man. <laughs> Two sides of that chicken. I was, uh, that was when I was doing our intro. That was uh, on our intro, but it didn't make the final cut. No. What part? You see the size of that chicken? <laughs> Did you do a new one? No, I was going to, and then I never got around to it. I want to. I think by, I don't know, I like to have just like two in rotation, so. Right, right, I just right. had a, I had a lot of fun making it, so. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. I dig it. Not saying not me. Yeah, you was talking about, you was being all types of bitches and motherfuckers. <laughs> really talk about you. <laughs> talk about soybeans. <laughs> Should we get into this draft? I don't even I don't know. We have 40 minutes. Sure. Let's draft some stuff. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, rom-coms. Oh, romantic yeah. comedies. Top five romantic comedies. And I don't know who got first pick because last week was the draft that wasn't a draft. So It made me feel good, though. Hey, that's what it's all about. Good songs. Good music. Absolutely. Feelings. Nothing more than. Feelings. <laughs> I don't care. You can go first. Okay. We'll just go. We'll we'll just go every other. We we won't serpentine baboo. <laughs> we'll just go every other. Every other. Yeah, we'll right. we'll try. We'll, we're gonna try this out. Who knows? It might be more fun. <laughs> I wish I don't want to hear you bitch and complain about this shit. It's just weird, bro. Super fucking weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bitch. Oh, my God. I ain't gonna never stop loving you, bitch. All right. With my first pick. Is this your number one favorite romantic comedy of all time? I think so, yeah. Okay. She's out of my league. Word. Yeah. (laughs) I really like that one. Yeah, that's a good one, man. I like that one. Alice Eve, sexy as hell. Yeah, she is. She got the thing where she got two different color eyes. Oh, she got yeah. she got brown one, a brown and is a blue eye. Is that normal or just in the movie? Oh, that's like her. That's what. Um, okay. That's she's normal. Does she really like have that. webbed feet too? I don't know about that. That'd be hot. Did <laughs> <laughs> you come on them? Yes. <laughs> Moisturize. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite part in that movie? Um, 
what what sends it home for you i really think it's funny that uh because <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of real life that uh his ex-girlfriend still friends with the the parents oh god yeah and, uh, <laughs> that's so we, awkward we we know a certain somebody who's still like really good friends <laughs> with somebody's certain ex <laughs> <laughs> it's just awkward. So Super that weird. always made me laugh. Um, I never thought about that. <laughs> made that connection. Sure. Um, but also... Uh, no, I'm not going to be able to not think about that. <laughs> uh, TJ Miller in there is hilarious. Stainer. Mm-hmm. Stainer. Yeah, um, him and... Uh, Kristen Ritter. Yeah their, yeah, their whole chemistry thing was hilarious. Their anti-chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> But then I also like when he went over and they were dry humping and he came and Mr. Pickles was licking him and then the dad came. Why you like that scene, nasty <laughs> it motherfucker? Was, it was awkward because he couldn't stand up and shake his head. Yeah. And it caused problems. and I, I appreciate when he went and tried to get her back and told her what yeah. happened. It's like, yeah, I busted a nut when we were dry humping and super embarrassed had to go. She was like, oh, like there's no way he made that up. Like No guy would lie about that. And she's like, damn, okay. She took him back. Yeah. But that's your classic romantic comedy. They get into a fight. Right. We're not in love anymore, but I actually can't live without and you. Somebody makes a grand gesture. And there was a fat best friend. Yeah. The one that kept bringing up uh, Disney movies, Beauty and the Beast. Ah, I wish she would have smashed that black girl, though, man. <laughs> she was cute. You should have beat that up. Your, your, your pick, sir. All right. My favorite. This is my number one rom-com. 40 year old virgin yeah i kind of figured i didn't even put it on my list it's a good one man i watched that movie so many times the first time i discovered it it's just it's it's hilarious man that whole that whole crew was pretty funny yeah you can pick all the damn um judd apatow rom-coms yeah i like Mm -hmm. when they go speed dating yeah dr montabon yeah and they got the extras (laughs) where they do show all the extra speed dating stuff he did Yeah, there's not there's too much to go over, but Kevin Hart's little cameo in yep. there. Aim high, Willis. <laughs> we fucked dwarves in the ass, man. <laughs> what? Do I say hey chat? You want Slurpee? Moods, Moods is funny as shit. Yep. That other guy, the other uh, Indian dude, he killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading about that. I think mm-hmm. we were talking about that. He murdered his wife or something yeah. like that. Because we thought it was Mooj the whole time. Yeah. Until we looked into it and like, no, it was the other dude. Yeah, Brick killed the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Every time I make a egg salad sandwich, I think of that. (laughs) You think of that at the beginning. Yeah, "Yeah, man, I really wanted an egg salad sandwich. So I went home and got all the accoutrements and (laughs) got the peppers and onions. And then, like, it took so much work. And by the time I finally made it, I didn't even want to eat it. (laughs) Seth Rogen's just like, yeah, shoot, shoot, shoot his brains out. This dude's crazy. Oh yeah, or there was um, <laughs> what the fuck's his name? I can't think of his name. He was like, "Yeah, I hired this eighty-pound girl that can't even lift an iPad for you, man." <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. That's right. He was. Oh god, that. I don't know why. Uh, I don't really care for Mindy Kaling. You don't like her? I, sometimes I do, but I don't know. I just something about her rubs me wrong sometimes. Maybe okay. it's from the office or. Even that movie, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> She's funny sometimes, so sure. I give her credit sometimes, but most of the time I dislike her. Yeah. I don't know why. All right, with my next pick, go with uh, Friends with Benefits. That's the uh, 
Justin Timberlake, Mila Kunis one. Yes, 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 yes. Good one. That I Not like to be that confused one. with string no, no strings, strings attached, attached with yeah. Kucher and mm. Kira. Yeah. Or not Kira. Um, who's her doppelganger? Um Padme. Queen Padme. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Amandala. <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman. Yes, Natalie. What you want, Natalie? The <laughs> trick and fight. What you need, Natalie? To fuck all night. <laughs> It was awesome, dude. That I still listen to the Natalie Portman raps. A few years back, there was a bunch of movies like that. So, and No Strings Attached and uh, Friends of Benefits. Friends of Benefits kind of came out around the same time. Yep. There was a bunch of movies that came out, like the two Hercules movies came out together. Yep. Um, there's some other ones I can't name them off the top now, but it was just a weird phenomenon that I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, they just were kind of. Like here's this movie, but then there's this movie. Which one? Do you Maybe like you like this actor better. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> same movie, different actors. Same plot, same everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. On me. Yeah, unless you want to talk about Friends with Benefits anymore. Do you want to? This is your pick. I I do like that movie. I think it's better than No Strings Attached. Why? Like, what do you like better? Uh, I like Justin Timberlake more than Ashton Kutcher. I like uh, Mila Kunis more than I like Natalie Portman. But they're kind of they're. they're eh. But uh. No, I just like the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the dad with the Alzheimer's fucking around and losing his mind was a nice little side story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, if I had to rank the couples, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis versus Kutcher and uh, Portman, I'd definitely give the edge to... Coolness and Timberland. Yeah. A little more dynamic, a little sexier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, M- Mila Kunis is hot. Yeah, she bad, she bad. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, for my number two pick, I'm going to have to go with the... Uh, I like the Ugly Truth. Okay. Gerard Butler, Gerard Butler. Catherine Heigal. Yep. My girlfriend hates that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. We what were talking that? about it. And she, I think she hates Gerard Butler's character. Oh, okay. Because he's such a... He's just kind of a... Too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Douchebag? Chauvinistic pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's feminist, so... <laughs> I'm like, it's just a movie. It's not, like, no. not like that in real life. Yeah, she fucking hates that movie, so... <laughs> oh, I man. think his character was outstanding. <laughs> like, he's coming in just talking mad shit and called her out. Like, she called him up on the phone and... It's like the perfect man and this, that, and the other. It's like, well, who is he? What's his name? She's like, well, I don't know. I ain't met him yet. He's like, what, bitch? Like, you don't even know this dude. You don't got a boyfriend. Like, get the fuck out of my face. And he gets hired on her show. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, he can't beat Gerard Butler. Yeah, he's good. Stuff, awesome. Man. I watch movies with him. Oh yeah. That was not on my list, but that is that is a good movie. Yeah, it's funny to me. It's like, you know how the studio pumps out some Catherine Heigl drag <laughs> halfway through the year? Catherine Heigl dribble? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is that from? Uh, it's not the league, is it? I think that's from Knocked Up. No. No, Catherine. Oh, no. Yeah, it is the league. Yeah. It was because Ruxin said that shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think he was talking about... Uh, I can't remember what exactly what he was talking about. Shit. <laughs> How perfect was it that Jeff Goldblum played the Ruxin's oh, dad? Dude, that's that could be like they should have won a casting award, <laughs> right? They should have made an offshoot of just the Ruxins. <laughs> the Ruxins. I, I would watch that show, right? The Ruxins. But they killed off Sophia. <laughs> Did what? Yeah, they killed off Sophia. She died in Mexico. 
Why don't I remember this? She was getting plastic surgery and died. Remember they had to go... Remember Rafi and Dirty Randy went back and recovered the body? Vaguely. Dude, you need to watch the fucking league again. I know. I actually started and got through like the first three seasons and fell off again. Yeah, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, they killed Sophia off. I just remember the finale when... (laughs) Andre had that son, yeah, and then they did a post when he was like eighteen and said, "Really, it was a uh, it was Pete, Pete's, Pete's, Pete's dad." Andre is not the papa; he's not the father. <laughs> Who is? Who could it be? Pete. Pete is the dad. <laughs> that was so terrible. Like, why would you keep friends like that? Oh, yep. <laughs> Good show. Great show. I wish that's. I think I asked you a couple weeks back if I could have a new season of any any show. I, the league. I would like that to continue <laughs> because if you really think about it, every new football year, there's right. new shit they can do. Right. Talk about some scandals. Right. And bring some more pet cl- characters on some yep. players. And but also, I wouldn't want to lose uh, Big Mouth because you know oh, Nick, yeah, Nick yeah. Kroll and. Is there another one coming out? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Plus, they're doing the spinoff of uh, the human resources with the hormone monsters. Oh, the hormone monsters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a whole another world. Yeah. Okay. With my next pick. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm, I figured you'd put that one on. <laughs> I like that one. It's fantastic. I like... Uh... Mila Kunis again. Yeah, Mila Kunis again. Um, the sex scenes. Yes. When uh, they're both banging yep. next to each other and they're all trying to like one up each other. Yeah. Like uh, Kristen Bell's acting all stupid. <laughs> Forget. Aldis Snow's just like, what in the fuck? Like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be leaving tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome in that movie. His yeah. character. <laughs> Fucking with uh, Jonah L. He's like, oh, I spilled on my shirt. Oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> I, I like when he was playing the, uh, he kept playing the piano all the time. Was, Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. <laughs> Music's <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah, it was in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and then he ran through after Sarah left and he ran through all them hoes, man. That was crazy. Yeah, that's right. So went, Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You want to gag me? Hi. <laughs> Did you bring, bring it back? Yeah, and handcuffs. <laughs> Well, kind of now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. And plus, there, we we have a quote that we always say out of there. <laughs> doodoo paper. You throw a doodoo paper, man. <laughs> Last thing you said, uh, do the Jonah. I was like, oh, I guess I'll just go fuck yeah, myself. Yeah, I, I say that one quite frequently, too. That one's uh, that one's almost every day. I just go fuck myself. <laughs> I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Mmm. <laughs> uh, Funny stuff. Yeah, and that movie led into uh, Get Him to the Greek, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. I wish he would have made reference that he, like, he re- like uh, Aaron from Get Him to the Greek reminded him of a, a waiter oh, that he waiter. had. Oh, waiter, yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> I know he did give a shout-out to Kristen Bell, the actress. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, I used to have sex with her. Yep. Yeah, because he was on the plane ride. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been funny. He's like, man, you remind me of this waiter in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your pick. Mm. I want super bad. <laughs> is that a rom? Is that a rom com? Dude, they were both chasing girls the whole movie, buying liquor to get girls. Okay, I suppose. Does that not count? Is no, that's comedy? that's fine. 
I, I see that's where I kind of had like weird. I wasn't sure if it would like fit under the rom com or is it just a comedy year? But yeah, I mean, I mean it leans more towards comedy, but it's I mean, definitely a romantic element. That's a big part of the movie. Sure, their whole motivation was to go to this party and bang. Yeah, <laughs> you want to bang old girl and get that bottle of gold slick. Yeah, and then Jonah wanted to bang Emma Stone before she knew she was hot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean. That movie was all about love. McLovin. <laughs> McLovin yeeted up in that one chick. The one that you liked. Yeah, the cute redhead. I didn't think she was that cute. Mm. I mean, I'd smash, but I didn't think she was that cute. <laughs> well, Emma Stone's the hottest one out of there. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Jules and her stupid fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> you hit Becco with your dick? <laughs> and then the best part of that movie was all the dick drawings. <laughs> Dude. I was cleaning my basement and I found your Christmas card from last year. Yes. <laughs> you need to frame that. Dude, sir. I really do. I put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> For the listeners out there, I got a Christmas card, a custom Christmas card from Adam. It was just the lower half of the Grinch. <laughs> he had no pants on. It was a Grinch dick. <laughs> just a massive, furry, uncircumcised Grinch dick. Do you picture it. <laughs> I followed it. I just started laughing. Um, I know a long time ago I gave Kevin a birthday card, and on the back of it I drew the uh, the Jaws one. Yeah, the Jaws. Yeah, I think you sent me that the Jaws dick coming up. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I felt bad though because I gave Nate that card and I didn't draw nothing awesome on his. Oh. I just kind of put some <laughs> colors and scribbles on there. Like here you go, but. Anthony, here's this masterpiece. <laughs> Dude, I definitely will get that framed and Yeah. But super bad, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that was your third pick? Yes, sir. Perfect. I'm gonna go with Ooh, I'm gonna go with a uh, an older one. Um Overboard, the original. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. That was one of those that's, ones. Yeah, that's definitely it. She was the rich bitch. She was all mean, and he was the carpenter, and yeah. she threw his tools overboard. And then he, he, made, he made that weird closet for her that she didn't <laughs> yeah, like. She had like a rotating <laughs> thing, and like her. Which was, was dope, yeah, man. Right? I, I, I'd put that in the house. Right. And then, yeah. And then he. How did she fell off the boat and got amnesia? Yeah, she just fell off the boat. And then. She was mad at her husband because yep. he was kind of a playboy and didn't really care about her. Right. And then he picked her up, and they ended up yeah. falling in love. Yeah. I love that he could just verify that it was his wife because he saw the birthmark yep. on her butt. Yep. <laughs> did you did you watch the remake? I, d- I yeah. did watch the. It remake. was funny. It was. It was I, right. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, like, Anna Paris. I, I didn't care yeah. for the dude. I didn't know who that dude was. Um. Yeah, I forget. He was in something else. I seen him in one other movie. I can't remember like, now. I though, guess but. I would have been like happier with like a different actor. <laughs> yeah, but I hear you. But Anna Faris was good shit, and yeah, I, it followed the. The, the original story enough but made uh, it different the uh, archetype yeah Whew. but yeah Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn <laughs> and then they, they had three girls in the new one right it was and then it was yeah, three it was, boys it was, in it the was, girls, or, yeah. they, was they, it three or four boys three okay three yeah they just switched the roles yeah all the genders the non-binary <laughs> <laughs> no it was cute though I liked it yeah it was definitely a good one yeah, mom put me onto that movie. I remember watching that when I was younger. 
You're gonna watch this. It's funny. You like it. <laughs> I just remember they uh, super glued her hands to plates. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. kids did. Boys are a bunch of roughnecks. Oh yeah. And she she earned their love when she cussed out the teacher. Yep. Like we're itching. We got poison ivy. Like bitch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> got my kids out here itching. Right. Put some lotion on them. Got to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely that one's definitely a classic. Mm, mm, mm. I'm, 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 I got a throwback for you too. Ooh. This is a classic one. I don't know how much you know about this, but uh, Princess Bride. Oh, I know the prince. Come on, do man. you know really though? Come on, man. Do you know Young Fred Savage and Columbo? Yes, I know <laughs> Princess Bride. <clears throat> yeah, that's another classic. A little, little light on the comedy, but it's still some funny joints. Yeah, got Billy Crystal in there. I like him. Uh, Miracle Max, they're <laughs> getting a miracle. <laughs> Yeah, Andre the Giant banging on the door. He's like, oh, I'm on the Brute Squad. He's like, you are the Brute Squad. <laughs> uh, we had, last time Dana was up, you had uh, Nora. Wasn't she saying the unscrupulous? Uh, or, uh, inconceivable. inconceivable. Yeah, she yeah. says that still. <laughs> She'll still say that. Uh, inconceivable. Edmund Montoya. Yes. For the six I said that to somebody one time, and they just busted up laughing like a long time. <laughs> I was like, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I'm looking for the six-fingered man. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. That's classical. Just romantical. Just as you wish. <laughs> My love. That was a that was a Robin Wright. Yeah. AKA Jenny. AKA I'm giving Forrest Gump AIDS. Yep. Oh reckless asshole. <laughs> I'd go as far as say bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah no I like that one that's a good pick Buttercup Princess Buttercup Princess Buttercup <laughs> Prince Humperdinck <laughs> I also like uh, the main dude in uh, Robin Hood Men Men with Tights Yeah Carrie Hughes Yeah yeah He was in um, Saw No Strings Attached Okay yeah he played the right. doctor there Yeah uh, Natalie Portman was kind of fond of trying to eat with Yep Yeah. All right, with my next pick. Yeah, he wasn't a first saw, right? I have, f- do I have four already? I do have four already. I have four. Yeah, this is your fifth, right? Ooh, now I have to make now I have to make decisions. <laughs> that can go in a, that can go into the. I'm gonna take Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Okay, <laughs> that was a good flick. Yeah. There was some good shit in there. I liked it. It was funny. I don't know. That's not one I've watched repeatedly that was that good. That I'm just like, oh, oh I really? Need to watch this again. But oh, no, yeah. it's a good flick. It's funny. I've watched that one a couple times. <laughs> All the hijinks that goes on. <laughs> I just like, uh, was it Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick? Yep. I don't know. Uh, Adam Devine. I don't know. Sometimes he's so, a bit yeah, much. Sometimes I don't care for him. He's a bit much. Like in Workaholics, he was great. Yeah. Because that but was his character. Everything but. else is. I did like. Um, there's a Netflix original of the first time we met, I think, with uh, Alexandra Daddario. Okay. And like King Batch is in there. But he keeps going back. He's in love with Alexandra Daddario. And there's something with a photo booth, but they keep yes, going back I in did. time. I, I, he keeps I, going back yeah. to when they first met and he keeps redoing it. Yeah. And to trying try to get, and get it her, right. Yeah. Try and get her to fall yep. in love, but it never works out. There was the one movie that those three dudes did together, the workaholic guys. It was like an action movie. Did you watch that one? Not that one? game over. 
It might have been on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch that yeah, one? Yeah, that, that movie was, was fucked up. <laughs> I kind of liked it. I mean, it was funny, but it was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> when the dude was eating ass. Yeah, yeah, yep. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 that's second base nowadays, man. I know, right? These fucking kids, <laughs> right? Goddamn degens. Like, man, yeah, she only let me eat her asshole, <laughs> man. Maybe the third date, I get something else. <laughs> Climbing up milk crates and shit. Like, fisting is my first base. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You got next. Pick. You say climbing milk crates? <laughs> yeah, so that's dumb motherfucking kids, man. I mean, seriously, though, we've talked about this in our little group thread, but like, where the fuck are they getting all these milk right, crates from? That's what I want to know. Like, there ain't no milk in the projects. No. They got government milk. <laughs> I mean, I could get, when I worked at like Target, I could snatch up a bunch of crates. I have to steal them, but right. they always collected them and keep them back. Or milk getting milk crates was a hot commodity in high school because you put them in your locker, sure, so you could like make shelves in there. Yeah, you fit it in there just right. Was it? I mean, me. But and these, I mean, they're they're stacking up. Probably yeah, what twenty, twenty five. The it looks like most of them I'm seeing. The center, the tall, tall peak is like seven. Oh, seven. Okay. Yeah. I just saw the mascot for the uh, in his full mascot outfit do that shit. Did he pass it? Yeah, he passed it. Yeah. The motherfuckers is different, though. Mascots are fucking cool, man. Sure. Dude, you ever watch, like, the crazy mascot videos? Dude, the motherfuckers are athletic. Don't care about mascots. (laughs) Okay. Getting a scowling look from our father. I think it's time to eat. You know, fucking irate. He goes, come eat. The food's hot. I've been slaving over this for 25 minutes. I remember it was one Christmas morning. He cussed at us to come downstairs. Like, (laughs) go eat your fucking breakfast. It's Christmas morning, goddammit. Like, yo, man, it's not the vibes you're supposed to be putting out Christmas morning. You're worried about goddamn scrambled eggs and ham. <laughs> you got one more pick and we can wrap this bitch up. All right, let's wrap this up. Very mature, Rondell. <laughs> uh, for my last pick, I want to go with uh, Trainwreck with uh, John Cena and what's her name? Amy Schumer. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Amy Schumer's a hack and a bust but that movie was on point yeah John Cena's a little gay ass <laughs> talking about beating somebody's dick off <laughs> I like Bill Hader man he was yeah. funny in there I mean, and they had a nice little side story with dealing with her dad and yeah. her brother and sister or sister and brother-in-law and just the whole thing I mean it was a good story and it was some funny shit in there and Bill Hader hanging out with LeBron even LeBron was cool in yeah. there just like <laughs> he started quote what he uh, Kanye he's like <laughs> He's like, what did he say? Um, he quoted that Kanye Gold Digger line. He's like, now she's getting lipo with your money. He's like, did you just fucking quote Kanye to me? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader cussed him out. He's like, man, I forgot my wallet. He's like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. You've got millions of dollars. <laughs> I was like, just because I got millions of dollars don't mean we can't go half on this. Uh, yeah. All good picks. You want to read off your list? I'll read off my list. Right. We got to wrap this up all quick now because we got to go. This mean old curmudgeon roaming around here with a knife, <laughs> looking angry. <laughs> Come eat. <laughs> so I got my number one pick: be forty year old virgin. Then, in no particular order, ugly true, super bad, uh, princess bride, and train wreck. And I got she's out of your out of my league. Friends with benefits, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, overboard the original and Mike and Dave need wedding dates got some uh, honorables I sure do what you got uh, this means war okay yeah with uh, Chris Pine um, Ed, Tom Hardy Tom Hardy 
Yeah. Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. Tom Tom Douche Hardy. Bag. And uh, douchebag shirt. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Oh, who was the main chicken there? Uh, Reese. Yeah, Reese, Reese was. Yeah, she was uh, bouncing back and forth. Didn't yeah. know which one they were on a date. Did she end up with Chris Pine? Didn't I she? believe so. Because Tom Hardy had an ex that he went to at the end. Yeah, of Yeah, because he had a daughter and everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they were spies yeah. and they were doing yeah, yeah. all types of hijinks. And yeah, I remember that being a good. There's was, good action in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yep. And I think they end up getting into like a fight, a spy mm-hmm. fight. And, yeah. Um, There's some spy versus spy. <laughs> yeah, the one dude he shot him with that uh, the tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> they were spy cock blocking each other. Uh, there's something about Mary. Yeah, that's a classic. Classic. Um, <laughs> chasing Amy. Yep. Um, All those are good. Knocked up. Yeah, I had knocked up on that. And then, last but not least, the Heartbreak Kid. I like that one. That was funny. That was an underrated movie. Yep. His. Uh, I love when he when he has a relationship in movies with his dad. Yeah. Jerry and uh, Ben Stiller. That's great. Damn it! When a girl tells you to cocker, you cocker. So your wife tells you to cocker on your honeymoon, you yeah. cocker. Yeah. <laughs> Cock me like a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, who's uh, was it Mich- Michelle Moynihan was the main chick, right? Yeah, was trying to get yep. with. Dude, that was so awkward. And he falls in love on his honeymoon in Mexico and follows her back to the states. Yep. Like, like, yeah, that's cool, that's romantic, <laughs> but do you really want to do that? Obsessed with you, ladies? <laughs> that's that's a bit much. Right. Um, I had for my honorable mention the ladies' man. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> with a good Leon one. Phelps, uh, knocked up. We had uh, sex drive. Oh, that's a good kids. one. That's yep. a funny one. I like that one. Bridesmaids. Yep, that was good. Um, yeah, I got the rest. You said for getting Sarah Marshall. I think like a man. Those ones were good. I like all those. Yeah, those are. I feel like oh no, there was some chasing in there, but like a couple of guys were married already. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like those movies. Yeah. You can get that. You can get that. Yeah, for sure. All right, sorry we can't have more banter here, but we got to go eat for dad slaps we, us. We got we to gotta pick our draft for next week. Oh, we gotta, damn. I know, right. there's so much. A lot of work. God, it's a race to the goddamn finish line. <laughs> hey, everybody. Check out our website at battledraftpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at battledraftpodcast or on Twitter at battledraftpodcast1. What are we drafting next week, Adam? Uh, we're gonna be drafting five, one, two, three, four, five <laughs> celebrities. Okay, real life people. Yep, that's gonna be on your squad in a bar fight. Okay, sweet. Do they have to be alive? No, they could be alive or dead. Yeah. Okay. So it's like they that. Have to be real people. It's like that Letterkenny thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Letterkenny one. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go eat this chicken. Little Richard. It's got to be Little Richard. <laughs> get, this, get this teriyaki chicken. Bet your ass it's Little Richard. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye. That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do?